Hi, this is Jalen for Dobbs, where tire buying is easy. At GoToDobbs.com, shop brands, sizes, pricing, and our amazing deals. With 40-plus locations, get same-day install. For tires, it's Dobbs. For deals you can use, click on GoToDobbs.com now. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Smallman, Dan McLaughlin, Randy Carricker on 101 ESPN. And one of the great stories to watch in baseball this year is going to be Trey Mancini of the Baltimore Orioles. There won't be a lot of great reasons to watch the Orioles, but that will be one of them. And they are the subject of 30 Clubs in 30 Days on MLB Network tonight. And Greg Amzinger of MLB Network is with us on the Brown and Crouppen Celebrity Line. Good morning, sir. How are you doing? I'm doing well. I just interviewed Trey Mancini. He put me in a great mood, man. Uh, he is a brother from another mother. We both have big foreheads. We've got kind of Jay Leno chins. Uh, and, and he loves uh, college football, NCAA, uh, the video game, which is coming back soon. So yeah. we're both chatting about that. I just like the guy. I'm going to root for him every time he steps up to the plate. Yeah, and just the the fact with what he is coming back from, and now you see what Aaron Boone is dealing with, and you see what this John Lester is dealing with, he is really humanized. It's not just, oh, let's see if the Cardinals can trade for Trey Mancini. He's a, he's a human being. No doubt about it. I mean, uh, to, to deal with cancer, go through chemotherapy, um, you know, it was scary. And he, he talks a lot about it. You'll see the interview tonight on 30 Clubs in 30 Days. I was telling Dan Plesak, who's my co-host for the show, after any of these 29 teams watch the interview, and you can see tons of interviews of Trey Mancini, if he can come back and produce like he did a couple years ago, I mean, he's a 30-homer guy, defensive versatility, first base, outfield, he can DH for, he loves DH, and not all guys are comfortable doing that. If he can show he's still productive at the age of 29, Man, I'm telling you what, there might be a guy a little faster. There might be a guy that's a little better of a defender or a switch hitter. But if the numbers are close, uh, he's such a special human being. If you watch this interview, he's one of the most likable people you ever meet. And that matters. That stuff matters. The humanity of your clubhouse matters. And uh, he's going to get moved at some point this year. And there's going to be a lucky club out there when they get Trey Mancini. Especially, Greg, if he's playing on a team that has, according to Fangrass at least, a 0.0% chance of making, making the postseason. I think that or, the Orioles should lean into Trey Mancini from a PR standpoint. Yes, but they know the future isn't going to include Trey Mancini. He's, he's too old. Their timeline to win is probably 2024. Maybe 2023, they could shock some people. I mean, the Blue Jays are ahead of schedule. So who knows? Maybe the Orioles could be the same thing. They've got pieces that, as you, as you do these shows – we sit with this incredible research staff we have, and it, we kind of walk through all the players. And Anthony Santander had a, kind of a breakout year. The Ryan Mountcastle, to me, of the guys that will be in their everyday lineup, is the most talented player they have. He has plus speed. No one knows that. He, he could be down the line. I think he's a 2020 player right now if he plays every day in left field. So Cedric Mullins is a leadoff guy in center that I'm a fan of. Uh, John Means isn't what he was last year. 
Uh, I think he's going to bounce back, but we're just we're waiting for Adley Rushman to take over and be the face of the franchise, the former number one overall pick. Greg, I don't think we should ever keep spring training records ever again. We have five <laughs> inning games. We have rollover innings. We have seven inning games. We have guys that say, ah, I'm coming back in a game. Uh, <laughs> it's been a unique spring training, hasn't it? Yeah, I'm okay with it. What do you think? I mean, you've you've been grinding on uh, spring training games for a long time in your career. Are you okay with all the adjustments to spring training? I I am. I I think as long as the patron gets their money's worth, I I think it's okay. You know, like yesterday we were doing the game, and Kim started the game. They took him out. They brought him back in. And I like that idea because I don't think it's beneficial for him just to go start throwing down in the bullpen. Like, it's better to have the opposition in the box. If you're looking to get more work or get your innings in or get a certain amount of pitches in, it's just better to face somebody in the box. That's the opposition. So I do like that. Um, I understand that some teams maybe feel that with a limited roster that they don't have enough pitching. For instance, we had the Marlins the other day and we were doing the game and they decided beforehand it was only going to be seven innings. I think it's okay. I, I just want to make sure that if fans are paying a ticket to be there, that they feel they get their money's worth. That that would be my only concern. You know, I love the fact that you bring up patrons because we need to get back into the idea that they're going to be there. No <laughs> and we need to value them on every decision we make as a sport. They are, in my opinion, the most important aspect of the business of baseball. They get put on the back burner an awful lot. It's easy to understand why we would do that when you didn't see any of them. We saw cardboard cutouts. But there is no sport. There is no business of baseball. Greg Amsinger's unemployed. (laughs) There are no patrons. We love the patrons. We love the fans. And while I do understand the adjustments to these spring training games, yes, anything that can bring the, the stars back out onto the field and give the, 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 the people that paid to watch it some sort of entertainment value. Keep them in mind as we readjust everything that we're going to be doing down the road with the sport. Always keep the fan in mind. I mean, it's it's entertainment, man. That's that's what we're supposed to be doing. Yes, it's a game and everybody wants to win and, and it's about getting championships if you're a franchise. But ultimately, and Randy, I'll throw it to you, but this is about entertainment. Yep. And, and sometimes we've forgotten that. Well, that, and Greg, you're part of it, trying to show baseball in an entertaining vein, right? It is the entertaining, entertainment business at the end of the day. It is, it is. And that's why some of these young, talented players that you don't see for a while because they're in the minor leagues, you still want to see their faces in spring training. You still want to talk them up. I, we were doing the Twins the other day, and Nick Gordon, you know, D. Gordon's little brother, was a former top five pick in the draft back in 2014. He's 25 years old now taking ground balls and i i tell our our production staff hey i want to show ground, ground show some ground balls of, uh, of nick gordon i want to get that in the show and they're like ah really why and, you know he, he's probably not going to be part of the future i'm like but wait a minute wait a minute jp crawford was a bust with the philadelphia phillies right he was a former first round pick mm-hmm. and now he's found a home with the seattle mariners these these talented players that haven't put it together in terms of production with the bat in the minor leagues still have a chance. There is a patience that we must have with our athletes in this sport that other sports do not have, but there's a big payoff at the end in some cases. And we still need to remind people and the spring training is a perfect time to do that while they're being entertained by the big stars. Don't sleep on these other guys that they might be wearing number 78, but they could be an impact player either for your club or a different team that you'll be playing against down the road. 
Hey, Greg, folks here in St. Louis obviously are keeping an eye on Albert Pujols. Is Albert going to get at-bats with the Angels this year? I think he will, um, only because the Shohei Otani um, <laughs> saga is always so entertaining. They are more excited than ever before from what they're seeing coming out of the hand of Shohei Otani. He's hitting 100 miles an hour regularly in camp, and he, they think that he is now going to be their ace. He might be pitching every six or seven days, but they look at him as their number one weapon on the mound in their rotation as it stands right now in this camp. And I think that the, the, the bats will come down a bit because the, his value is going to skyrocket. Everyone thinks he needed to hang up pitching. Now, I think pitching is where he is at his most valuable. He is the most talented pitcher in that in that organization. I expect the Angels to be one of the surprise teams in the American League. I've got the Angels going to the American League Championship Series. So I don't believe Otani's regular at-bats that we saw last year when he couldn't pitch will be there, and you're going to see King Albert get a chance to swing the stick. He had a, he had a, he's had a couple knocks already in spring training. He, 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 he's never going to steal your base anymore. It does look like it hurts to run. Plantar fasciitis, it's real, folks. <laughs> I have it. I was playing basketball full court against my daughter. She's going to play college basketball next year. And this is a way for me to, you know, stay in shape. But I'm 41 now. You can't do the same things you did at 31 when you're 41. All of a sudden, my heel pops. I thought I had a bone sticking out of my foot. No, I find out later I plantar fasciitis. So now I understand Albert Pulse's pain. I'm walking around like I need to go to a, a retirement community. That's how, <laughs> that's how bad I look when I walk. So I can't believe he can run around the bases. It is a testament to how much of a grinder Albert is. It is painful, folks. And a testament to what a grinder you are, Greg, because when I watch you on MLB Network, I could never tell you were in pain. <laughs> if, you, if you pay attention, though, I'm not moving. <laughs> I'm not running around the bases. I'm sitting behind a desk or I'm standing still. And while I'm standing, I am in excruciating pain. There aren't enough Advil out there to make me feel better. I'm in my office now sitting, so I'm in a much better mood because I'm telling you, it is a serious injury. It stinks. It's not fun at all. Well, speaking of injuries, Miles Michaelis pushed back from his spring training start, and Cardinals fans are wondering if this is something they should be really concerned about, which I think if we follow the bouncing ball, then the conversation goes to Jake Odorizzi. Where do you think he's going to land, Greg? Right now, I, I, I immediately, uh, when we were talking about Jake Odorizzi, I had two teams in mind. The Angels, obviously. Why wouldn't you add depth? This is a team that's all in. Give him the extra year. I mean, this is the guy, perfect guy for the Angels. The Philadelphia Phillies, in that division, they need, they need more starting pitching depth. I mean, I, I talked to Joe Girardi the other day on the show, and he's like, I really like our depth. It's not enough. They, I think Odorizzi would be perfect for the Phillies. And then what happened yesterday, Framber Valdez, who was the star of that Astros rotation, the left-hander, breaks his finger and on his pitching hand. While it was his pinky, uh, the Astros brought back Michael Brantley, not because they thought it'd be a, a feel-good story. They are giving this one last go, one last hurrah. Carlos Correa's final year before he hits free agency. Uh, I think the Astros need to go get him. So I would rank it because Valdez was so important to a team that almost got to the World Series. We need to remind ourselves of that. Uh, I think Odorizzi to the Astros is number one, then the Phillies number two, and the Angels number three. There was a report late last night that said no expanded playoffs and no universal DH. And I thought by opening day we might get there, Greg. I I still hold out hope, but uh, it doesn't look like we're going to have that. And I guess that shows where we're at with both uh, Major League Baseball and the Players Association. Well, the DH isn't going to happen. They're using that as a piece of leverage. I don't blame Major League Baseball for doing that, the owners, because that is a valuable salary 
that the union should covet. What I don't understand is expanded postseason. And as I as we sit here, uh, uh, less than a month away, I still believe the expanded postseason will come back. There's too much money to be made, and the players' association of the union—they're going to get a cut, a huge cut. This is going back to the players. This makes no sense to me why they would say no to this. And I get it—they've got consultants. One is a very prominent agent in the sport who's sitting there saying, "If they say the sky is blue, disagree." No matter what the, the you know the league office says, we're going to disagree with everything. We're going to put our flag in the ground and make them fear an upcoming strike. I understand that's the advice they're given, but let's not be short-sighted here. The, the players need to understand expanded postseason is good for everyone. We're all, all of us, anyone that gets a, a check to talk about sports, anyone that gets a check to play a sport or, or make decisions on a roster for a sport or manage a sport, we're all caretakers of Major League Baseball. We all want it to thrive. And to be so short-sighted if you're a member of the Players Association and say, uh, no, you know what, we don't want to expand a postseason. We don't care, we don't care, we don't care. It means you don't care about the future of the sport. Right now, we need to do outside-the-box ideas. We need to pull those off to keep the game hot, to keep the game popular, to get younger fans excited and expand a postseason. Financially, there's a benefit. From an entertainment standpoint, there's a huge benefit. More games in October. Uh, to me, this is a no-brainer. This is, I think it will still come back. I think DH won't, but I do believe expanded postseason will be here by opening day. Hey, Greg, one last thing before we let you go. As listeners of this show know, usually you sleep in a suit. You always have a tie on. Are you wearing a tie right now? I'm not. No, I'm wearing a fleece. And let me just tell you that the, the scathing emails I sent to all of the people at MLB Network, they're like, yeah, we're going to be doing casual in the studio. I'm like, oh, my. I go, you're going to have to give me a bunch of fleeces. I, you know, I just wear a polo. Oh, there's nothing worse than wearing a polo in a studio. It's just awful. I mean, some guys in a polo, the show would get an R rating. <laughs> I don't think it's good TV. So I'm like, you know what? Let's spruce this up. Send me a bunch of fleeces. They've given me decent wardrobe, but I'll take a suit and tie every day. I mean, like I said before, watching Dan McLaughlin walk around in a $5,000 suit when I was in college, I was like, this is why I want to get in the business. It was actually eight. tie is a way to go. It was actually eight. <laughs> <laughs> but it's no big deal. <laughs> It was a hand-me-down? Yeah, it, it, was. Hand-me-down. it really was. It was no big deal, though, Greg. <laughs> so is this just for spring training, or is this for the rest of the time? Uh, so, no, are you kidding? I'd be looking for another line of work. <laughs> no, I, I, would, I would sell insurance. Anything I could do to, to wear a suit and tie, I would not do this. No, um, no this is just for 30 clubs and 38. Okay. Uh, our, our sponsor, Camping World, likes the casual look. So oh. as, as we all know, we're shills for money. So that's why I'm wearing this. Hey, we're going cash on our games, too, for spring training, and we're doing it virtually. And I got to tell you, my boy Jimmy Edmonds gets very chilly, so he has to put on a hoodie. <laughs> There's little old Jimmy over there, eight-time gold glover, all bundled up in his hoodie. He's chilly. I love it. I'm telling you, it's a different game when you're wearing a polo. It is. It is. It's very cold, but we'll get through it. Greg, we'll be watching tonight, 30 Clubs in 30 Days on MLB Network. Always good to talk to you. Thanks so much for the time, and have a great day. Uh, you guys are the best. Take care. See you. Greg Singer, MLB Network. Want more ways to show your good side to the world? Donate plasma at a Griffles Center and join thousands of donors who are helping to save lives. Receive up to $1,000 your first month. Learn more at grifflesplasma.com.
The South Dakota Stories, Volume 3. It was my first time traveling alone. Packed my car with hiking boots, a camera, and my dog, Randy. I don't know what I was searching for. Maybe it was something new, with adventure. Maybe it was the idea of vacation I would never expect, filled with wildlife, national parks, rivers. Whatever it was I set out to find, it was all there and more. Because there's so much South Dakota, so little time.